1: and my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens. It's the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 336, and this is Pride Month. Yay! Happy Pride, everybody. And to celebrate, this is part one of a three-part series that I'm going to do that I've called... The Dark Side of the Rainbow. Come take my hand. We're going on a trip and you may not like it. But the first step is going to be nice and easy because we're going to look at the 2006 French comedy Poltergeist. Yes, Poltergeist. A movie that is exactly what you think it is. Only in French. And to do this, I'm going to be helped out by my good friend and co-host over at Damn You, Uncle Lewis, our big gay Friday the 13th, the series podcast, Mr. Trey Dean. But before we go a step further, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh. And ever since 2010, I've been your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But you, you're going to have to see them through my very gay, gay little eyes, yo mama. Now I know you're probably thinking, hey, where did you go for a whole week? And Wait, what is the dark side of the rainbow business? Okay. First things first. Um, I had to take some time off, everybody, because I had a death in the family. I, I, It's been very hard. I am hanging on by a thread. And I will tell you about what happened at some point. But right now, I have a show to get through. And if I start talking about it now, I'm not going to be able to finish the show. So let's go on to your second question. What is this dark side of the rainbow thing you've got going? Queer representation is important. We love it. We're seeing more and more of it. But what happens when it's not the best portrayal? Of LGBT culture, do we just take these movies with problematic portrayals of our people and just just you know label them problematic and then cancel them forever, or do we actually stop and take a look in the mirror that's being held up to us? Do we try to find some truth in it, or do we just break the mirror and continue on? That's what we're going to start delving into today. So why don't I stop my pre-show yapping and get to some delving? We are going to listen to the trailer for Poltergeist, two thousand and six. It is in French. I could not find any trailer that was dubbed, so the movie itself does have subtitles, but that's not going to help you in an audio podcast, but I thought I'd play it anyway for any of you French speakers out there, okay? This one's just for you. And if you haven't seen the movie, it's not streaming anywhere, and I couldn't find a U.S. DVD, you know, a U.S. compatible DVD at all, but it is available for rent on YouTube, or you can come hang out with us on July 21st. My Sunday night's greetings have moved to Tuesday, and we're doing... Queer horror movies all month long And Poltergeist is on the docket for that night 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time You heard all that information, it'll be down there in the show notes as well So let's listen to that super French trailer for Poltergeist Bring on the luscious Mr. Trey Dean And let's get this pride parade started! On vient d'emmenager dans <coughs> une nouvelle maison Elle est belle Oui, elle est
0: belle Il me faudrait une lampe torche. Emma, t'entends je, je vois des hommes. Ils essayent de me mater quand je suis à poil.
1: Vous travaillez dans quel domaine Les chantiers. Donc vous ne fréquentez que des hommes ben Oui, mais Lorsqu'on refoule certains désirs, il arrive que ça se traduise par des, des visions.
0: Emma, hey ma chérie, c'est papa Tu veux mon père Ma femme s'est mariée. Je fais quoi
1: Vous avez des fantasmes homosexuels.
0: Assumez-vous. Vous passez à l'acte. Hey, eh oh là là On peut parler avant Tu fais quoi Je suis actif. Ouais Mais dans quoi <rire> Dans n'importe qui. Ça dépend. Ah Bonsoir, monsieur Modena. Nous sommes en présence de poltergeist. La crise Ça fait 27 ans qu'on est coincé ici. J'ai 60 ans. une chose m'intrigue. Mais tout as cette télé Certains. Les voix, messieurs, et d'autres pas. Ils sont là, là, là. Et ils me voient Ça, il faut réfléchir. Là, t'as vu Le cul du mec, là Il avait un beau cul, au moins
1: so it's Pride Month, kids. Happy Pride, everybody. So to celebrate, we're doing things a little bit differently because I'm going to take you someplace different, someplace that you're not expecting me to go. I'm going to take you to the dark side of the rainbow. That is the theme for this June here on Scream Queens. And to kick it off, we're going to we're gonna look at a movie that doesn't sound like it fits that bill. Because, oh, we are taking a trip to Europe to see, mon We are going to the beautiful land of France. To talk about a little movie called Both they're gay And in order to do that I need a man of true international renown Just classing it up Who can just cross borders And eat all the dick waffles he can Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls in my GNCs, wherever you may be Please welcome back to the Scream Queen studio For the first time in a really long time Mr. Tracy! patrick how you doing oh trey Jolie, lee trey trey Jolie. lee thank Jolie. you for asking
0: how are you doing well doing well it's, it's we talk all the time but yeah first time to be on scream queens og yeah the oh yeah sq og S-Q-O-G, yes og <laughs> <Yeah>. squad <laughs> oh,
1: s- <laughs> squad yeah
0: or OG scream queens
1: and i just figured trey when i when i when this movie came up i'm like you know what this is the perfect movie for trey because you have just been so internationally spent all that time in barcelona so you know everything about france right because it's exactly yeah they're all the same to me trey Trey got quarantined in barcelona everybody
0: (laughs) was in barcelona for supposed to be a week um had to take a covid test right before he left and turns out we had covid so we ended up staying there next for 10 days which was not not bad. We weren't that sick, so. I'm watching his progression of being quarantined in
1: in Barcelona, and quarantined in Barcelona means, like, not really quarantined at all. They're just out walking around doing that. I'm like, you guys suck. You're the worst. You're the worst. You're what's wrong with everything, and I'm so jealous. We had masks on, open air, accordions everywhere, the whole thing. I felt so bad for you. And I'm very mad that you didn't bring us back to – you didn't bring – I've had one sip of booze and I'm loaded. You didn't bring (laughs) us back any dick waffles.
0: I know. I I was going to, but I ate them all myself. Trey, what's a dick waffle? They have a store called Dick Waffle. (laughs) And they sell two things. One of them is a giant cookie that looks like a penis with balls. And the top of the penis has icing going down. And then they have these kind of oval-shaped vagina cookies with the little vagina shape and icing on it. Let me guess which one you ordered the most (laughs) Yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. I only got one kind See, that's what I like It's a store called Dick Waffles And it's exactly what you think it is Much like a movie called Poltergeist
0: Poltergeist, yes
1: Poltergeist, so it's a little ditty from 2006 Out of France Trey, since you're the guest I need you to give me a nice tight 30 second plot summary Of the movie Poltergeist No pressure But the clock starts now!
0: Okay, Mark and his fiance move into an ha- old house that used to, unknown to them, be a gay bar where five gay men died are now trapped in the house. They wreak havoc on Mark's life and then try to make amends and make things right. Sold and sold. Thank you. It's not a great
1: movie. It had charm to it. But it's charming. It does no harm, which I appreciated um, for the most part, for the most part. I It was it was just the right movie for right now.
0: Yes, yes. It was didn't demand anything of me. Everything it had a happy ending. <laughs> just lay there and let it do what you want. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> it was free and easy. I mean, what a bummer. What a bummer. You know, you just, you're just out. You're living your best life. You're going to your favorite gay bar. And then all of a sudden, not only do you die in a freak. Foam party. Fo- <laughs> foam party accident. But it turns out that the bar that you frequent is also the site of an ancient <laughs> temple or shrine Tempolar. and because of these sacred stones your soul is now trapped there for the next 700 years and all you wanted to do was get some you just want to get some and shake your ass it's all you wanted to do
0: they were doing gay line dancing <laughs> they, they were <laughs> they were and i've never been to a film party but do you wear clothes inside a film party yes well i mean okay, you could. Cool. they're gross so they were doing it right they're gross yeah. they're
1: highly unsanitary
0: yeah and i yeah, it, and, but they were just dancing up a good time. And then they the movie gets right to the point. Yeah. Opening scene, o- over the credits, they're dancing. Credits are done. They die. Boom, modern day. The movie's like, okay, there, there's no room for exposition.
1: No, well, I that. mean, you know all you need to know. I mean, you saw exactly yeah. what happened. The foam got too high and it hit the disco ball. You, don't, you can't make those, too much gay. It's too much yeah. gay. It's going to burn the house down.
0: <laughs> you can't cross the gay streams.
1: You can't, you can't, no. Something that threw me though initially was that the fact – it's this old ancient house, you know, this creepy old house that also has like a a disco in the basement.
0: Like a very large – the basement wasn't that big, but
1: yet it still was a disco. Yeah. I had to do my homework because Uh I said something rings a bell with me. Like when I I used to tour a lot when I was doing theater around the country, some spots around the country, like particularly in Virginia – like there were gay bars, but they couldn't call them that. They were private clubs and you had to like join the club to get in. It was just – and you couldn't yeah. bring – you couldn't buy alcohol. You had to bring your own. But mm-hmm. it would be in somebody's house and it would be a full disco like in their basement or in a barn somewhere.
0: So, so this, this is this, like an old speakeasy, like an old speakeasy gay bar.
1: Kind <laughs> of, kind of because I, I was doing my research in um, like gay – liberation in france is was a few years behind the u.s so yeah mm-hmm. it makes sense if you're out in the rural areas this is probably how you had to party
0: yeah that makes sense that makes sense but at any rate they're dead and <laughs> so we show with the hero and his girlfriend driving up and they have a cat in the little crate they take the cat out it stays in the crate pokes his cat head out it's like, oh, no, fuck, no. Mm. <laughs> it looks – it looks, it just looks at the house and hisses, and I was like, that cat is homophobic. That cat, cat's like, no, too much gay,
1: too much gay. Too much no, gay. No, I'm a cat, no. and I'm saying there's too much gay in there. No. <laughs> Gays love cats, and I don't want five guys to be building over <laughs> me all I think, No, please. I just don't want to be, leave me alone. I just want to be ignored. I'm going to be ignored. And if it's not bad enough that uh-huh. you die in a phone party – at your favorite gay disco that turns out to be built on the ruins of an ancient temple or shrine that with sacred stones that trap you there for the next 700 years but you've only yeah. got one record that's the only and it's scratched <laughs> <laughs>
0: they keep doing the same dance. They never mix it up. Hey, you know what? They, if, they're gonna, if you're going to have
1: one album, you are going to have one record to, to entertain you for the next 700 years. Make it that one. That's it. You know, it's, that's the song that they keep listening to was never hit in the U.S. It's Rasputin by Boney M. I've gone down a Boney M rabbit hole all day
0: today. <laughs> I, I like them. They're funky. They're great. Okay. They're great. That song was, that song got now trapped in my head. You were right.
1: Rah, it's a song about a guy who got murdered in the Russian Revolution.
0: Why, why do you make, okay, whatever, Boney M, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, but it was, it was a fun song. Um, uh-huh. You will get your fill of it by the time the movie's over, but it, was, it, was a, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And <laughs> we only hear snips of it. You've met it for
1: 29 years.
0: Oh, I just, all they're doing is singing and dancing around.
1: The other thing that I enjoyed since uh, I've had this movie for a while, this movie's been on my radar since I started the podcast. Oh, really? Right, It came out either shortly before or shortly after. I don't remember. I can't do math. It was 2006 math. Plus, I don't know when it came over to the U.S. But there's never been a DVD release here Mm. um, that's U.S. compatible. And all the ones I come across don't have subtitles. Okay. Yeah, so when it finally popped up on YouTube and it hit subtitles, I was like, "Pounce on it!" And I'm glad I did. It was adorable. The time was right. The time was right.
0: I didn't know it was that far back until they actually mentioned the date, and I was like, "Oh, this movie makes a lot more sense." Because we'll get into it later, but you yeah. couldn't do this movie nowadays in America. There's some parts. No, about this you can't. Match. No,
1: no, no, no. Because this is this was one of the things that why putting this on the dark side of the rainbow. Yeah, uh, like w- like one of the things I wanted to talk about like this month is like how sometimes. Um, I I get tired of seeing gay queer characters as paragons of virtue. Yes. All the time. These perfect things or these magical little creatures that come in and solve your problems like this movie.
0: Right. I want to see some flaws. Well, and I was talking to my husband about this and I said, this is definitely a gay movie written by straight men. Absolutely. I don't know they're straight, but I know. I don't think there was a homosexual consulted about any of this. No, no. No, when we get there, I'll I'll get to it because it comes up pretty quick. But yeah, those gays were they were problematic at times. Well, I mean, they, sure. I mean, they're they're my thing that makes me sad about the
1: movie because I've got to watch it a few times. Now, the first time through, it wasn't as much fun because I was struggling with the subtitles and a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the more I see it, the more things I catch. You know, I'm able to relax with it the more. I'm gonna, actually, this is a lot a much better movie than I thought it was. It just is a lot at first, but um, it bothers me mm-hmm. that. The
0: five gay ghosts are major characters. We know nothing about them. I was going to say that there's there's almost no personality. A few of them, like one of them is a reb or like an anarchist. Yeah. The gay yeah, anarchist. I love that. Yeah, that was a
1: great character. That I wish had some more time. Yeah.
0: And one, I guess, thinks he's straight. One is the main ghost. Yes, there two yeah. There's the of there. closet.
1: There's the closeted one. That yeah. doesn't think anybody knows. I just come here to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he works for BAS, sure BASF, which I've discovered was this huge industrial complex in the uh, okay. in France. That if you that you know if you work there, you really shouldn't. Mm. Be gay, very straight, okay. very 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 important job. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So he couldn't be
0: gay. Yeah, and they had the one guy who kind of likes women too. He <sighs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if I'm if I'm, yeah. sta- you know what, you know, people. Well, that's well, the bisexual one, but they never Everybody really... Everybody loves boobs. He was looking at boobs in a magazine. Everybody loves boobs. Come on now. Well, <laughs> I just felt like, you're right, they spent no time giving these guys any characteristics to the fact that I just...
1: That they mm, yeah, that they were gay and they were cartoon characters. Yeah, yeah. It's rescued yeah. because every now and then one of them gets a tiny little moment that I went, mmm, right. That was great. Yeah, that a was have
0: some. Yeah.
1: But so for the ahead. most part, we're here just here to... Cure heterosexual problems We're here to help the heterosexuals Because that's what gays do We're magical little fairies And we don't really have personalities <laughs> or feelings or emotions And we're just going to make everything better for you too So you can breed oh, yeah.
0: it, it was definitely a little bit <sighs> like that
1: It's, it, it's the Wang Fu era type movie This is like a French Wong
0: Fu yes. yes, this was definitely meant to You know Be humane, humane to the gays And not make them threatening But it they were all in service to the straight couple's problems.
1: hmm And the gays, the gay goes have their own problems, but that really gets
0: shifted. It it only gets touched on the thing at the very, very end. Sometimes. Helping the
1: gays get out of this trap that they're in is like a yeah. minor point. But it's all about we have to get this relationship back
0: together. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so let's just get into it. So So the haunting starts pretty quickly. Almost immediately, yeah. Yeah, where they have a big pool table. The main character, Mark, who's cute. He, he's handsome and kind of hunky, but look in a more real guy kind of way, which I yes. appreciated. Yes. I also
1: appreciated that yeah, it takes you a while to realize how hot he is. And then I'm realizing every single item of his clothing is 100% skin tight. Everything yes. is like spray paint on him.
0: Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and he bends over to to play pool, and you hear a wolf whistle. And you're like, "What's that? What's that? Who did that?" That cracked me up. That was pretty funny. I was like, "Okay, gay goes, start in. They're gonna, you know, whistle at the ass." Then he's taking a shower. It's they open it, and then they take a Polaroid camera and take a picture of his ass
1: uh-huh. and leave it for him. <laughs> and leave it for him. Yeah, they
0: didn't even take it with them. He sees like graffiti of like a cock and a balls written everywhere. But then he's sleeping naked. And the, and you could hear the you can hear the gay ghost whisper and they're pulling the towel down off his body and that part I was like okay this is getting a little and he pulls it up and they pull it down and he pulls it up and pull it, back down. And they pull it down. Pull back down this is when I was like okay this is getting a little pervy this is like straight guys writing this shit
1: yeah yeah but you know what we we're stuck in that place for what twenty nine years at this point yeah yeah yeah
0: they're gonna be a little horny
1: horny and you know they they know the they know the rules like this is all we can do. Well, and also they were. More tells, someone guys. also tells me that they scared off people before.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they did. They did feel a little poltergeisty later on, especially with them just all they want to do is just cause chaos.
1: I want to back up a bit. Mark and Emma move into this house. Mm-hmm. They're the lovely young heterosexual couple, and there are all these little warning signs that 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 Mark. Is, <laughs> he's one of those guys. Like Trey mentioned, the pool table his wife hates the pool table because he's got it in this gorgeous, gorgeous, you know, I, I want to say Victorian, but I don't know if that counts for Parisian architecture or whatever, yeah. but it looks like that kind of a house. And it takes up the whole room. And she's like, oh, and look at this room in here. It's so beautiful. We have this extra room and it's got all this sunlight. He's like, it'll make a great home cinema. So he's just, mm.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's not clued into what she's saying.
1: He's sneaking around smoking joints when she's not around. So he's keeping secrets from her. So mm-hmm. there, there, there's this tension. There's a lot of things... <laughs> happened to that? I just had to chalk up oh to huh? French people. I don't know what is going on here because <laughs> they've got these friends. I really, I, I really liked David, uh, David, uh, David, the best friend. Mm-hmm.
0: He was a nice character.
1: He was a nice character because he is the best friend, and he's just like when Mark starts to think that he's gay and is trying to tell him what's going on. He's like, yeah, okay, okay, well, that's well, cool. I that. What kind of guys do I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> He kind of had a little
0: Simon Pegg thing going from. Legoti. Little Simon Peck thing. I wish there was more of Valerie, his wife. That was – so the whole joke is she's sleeping around behind his back and he doesn't know or doesn't care. That's the whole joke that she's sleep. He's like, oh, yeah, she's going on a 10-day trip with a personal trainer. Yeah, she's the only only woman there. And she, Oh, she forgot her, her backpack <laughs> with all her stuff in it, with all her <laughs> equipment in it. It's and a then, running yeah, gag.
1: You're like, oh yeah, well, oh yeah, she, it's great. Well, she's got Valerie's gonna, gonna be working with the trainer tonight. It's Sunday night. He's like, Yeah, well, he'll work any night with Valerie. And plus we only have to charge him for an hour and she can stay
0: the whole night. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and then also we because the girlfriend hits on Mark really blatantly. Valerie, yeah. 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 And then I thought, so is he gonna tell his friend? But that whole subplot just goes out the window.
1: Yeah. I mean, Valerie throws him under the bus later on, but I really wanted yeah. something more of Valerie. Like we were building up to something great. With Valerie. And it didn't it just happen. And it was kind of sad. Like, there's the there's this, there's this scene that we talked about earlier where, where Mark is trying to tell David, like, I'm seeing guys everywhere. I think I might be gay. I think this is like repressed feelings. And David's just like, everything's cool, whatever. And they're watching TV. But behind him is like this, this gigantic poster of, of, of his wife naked on a beach yeah. with oh, somebody yeah. that's not him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can see there's another guy in the picture, but it's clearly not him because the skin is black. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just, just like snuggling with somebody
0: else. Yeah, they never draw (laughs) attention to that. The movie has some cute little bits thrown thrown in there, and then when they're talking to a priest later who looks at him, he goes, he's got the face of a cuckold. You know, know, narrow jaw, and yeah, yeah, it was... I forget what it was, but
1: he wasn't wrong.
0: He wasn't wrong. He's a cuckold. He is a cuckold.
1: That kind of pays off in the last reel, but I think I'm going to come back to that, because we need to talk about the movie first.
0: Mark realizes, okay, he's hearing sounds of the disco music playing she doesn't hear anything, so he goes down to the, down to the basement, and sees all these ghosts just, just about mm-hmm. in the basement. That's like, got some debris on one side, charred disco ball still there, <laughs> charred disco ball still there, <laughs> lights on the walls, and they're all dancing once again, gay line dancing, all kind of in a, in a line, doing the same little dance to the to Ras, the Rasputin song. And he pretty much sure realizes when his fiance comes down that she can't see them, so she begins to wonder if he's crazy. And he's still insisting, I'm seeing ghosts. I'm seeing gay ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ghosts are showing them his ass, their asses.
1: Well, there there is an ass. There's, he just showed me his ass. <laughs> Was yeah. it
0: nice now? Was it nice? Are you, are you thinking about men now? He has a job where his boss hates him. Yeah. 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 He's a construction
1: worker and he, it's, it's, it's a super macho job. He's a super macho guy. And all of a sudden he's got these screaming faggots running around his house. Ground. And I can say that because that's what they call themselves in the movie. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are ver-
0: campy, effeminate. What a straight guy would think of when you said gay guys at a gay disco in the seventies, this is what they would do.
1: Yeah. One of the things I thought that was fun is that um, his wife, uh, Emma, Who's played mm-hmm. by, I don't have her name. I want to say Juliette Depardieu, who's Gerard Depardieu's yeah. daughter.
0: Well, is um, it Julie Delphi's daughter also? Because she looks a lot like Julie Delphi. Possibly.
1: I only, okay. I only saw Gerard Depardieu listed okay. on IMDb. But she's actually great. It's a thankless role. She she sell, She makes it work. Yeah, I mean, she's the anchor of a comedy. And so she gets nothing fun to do. She complains a lot. But she's an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> So the twin plot line that's going on is that he's discovering the house is haunted by gay people. She's off in Pompeii excavating the ruins of an old bathhouse, which was a gay bathhouse as well. <laughs> yes, because they, they come across Trey, this little t- – Trey, tell me about the mosaic that she finds, that she unearths. It's,
0: it's like a ringle with two men in it, and as she says, they're butt-fucking. Guys, no, he's washing the other man. She goes, no, 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 they are patricians, they are patricians watching each other. And she's like, oh no, they buff fucking, honey. Butt-fucking. <laughs> One guy's bent over, the guy's behind him, hand on the thigh. Yeah, I've been to Pompeii, it's
1: a very gay, positive place and sex positive place. Well, there you go. Probably
0: <laughs> quite got destroyed by a volcano. That's what nice. are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, but so this is and this is where I got a little bit annoyed with the ghost because they start ruining Mark's life. Mm.
1: Because they, you do, know, they want they want they want him to leave. They want them to yeah. leave. Look, like, this is our house. This is our party. You can either come and play with us or get the fuck out.
0: Yeah, because they're talking to Mark and then Mark's just mad at them, all, which makes sense. Yeah, right. so it's though. his house. He bought the damn house. He's got a 20 year mortgage to this
1: goddamn house. Get the fuck. <laughs> I want to at least be able to sleep. At least put on a different goddamn record, he something.
0: Something. <laughs> Ra rah, <rip> <laughs> um, <laughs> Like he, so, he's got like his father-in-law who doesn't like him.
1: No, no, nobody likes Mark except really, every, every person that <laughs> to come in come into contact really doesn't like he's Mark. He's
0: Nice enough guy. He's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's but a nice he's rough, guy, but you know he's,
1: the father thinks that he's wrong for Emma, and he's just looking mm-hmm. he's like oh, he's just a construction because oh, there's also a running thing is that. Mark is Italian. He's an Italian man living in France. So there's a lot of lines that are probably really funny if you were French and that apparently it's a big culture clash. Doesn't really translate. I didn't realize he was Italian. Okay, cool. That's interesting. It comes uh, up several times. Oh, well, you didn't get that from his his grandma's 80th birthday party? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Nona. Okay, I was singing Nona. I was like, is that a, that's a French? Thing. We'll come back to that because that's one of my favorite words in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. I wasn't on board with the movie. <clears throat> for quite some time, because we' like, mm. because the first time through it was hard, just, yeah, concentrating on subtitles and trying to keep the plot together and it was going really fast. i'm I'm registering things that are probably funny in French, and the subtitles don't always seem to be accurate, yeah, uh, but any, I'm grateful they're there. But <laughs> what sold me, and it sounds terrible to say this, is the scene where Mark is taking a shower, not those. not when he gets the butt picture taken. yeah. But he starts hearing noises and he starts exploring the house and he is exploring this gigantic spooky house in the teeniest, yeah. tiniest towel I have ever seen. <laughs> I appreciated that. It is so gratuitous. I was like, wow. But I loved it because it was a reversal of what you normally get in these movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: Mark, you half a naked girl exploring now like, now here we go. And he's in this.
0: Yeah. Say, yeah. And, and, and I mean, they show his body off several times. Oh, it's mean, a, he's a, he's he's perfect- a great body. he got a great body. Yeah. Yeah. Cute butt. So, but yeah, so I mean, and this is why I said the ghosts felt like they were poltergeists because they didn't really seem to give a shit about them. They seemed to be kind of mean spirited because they can talk to each other. Of course, Mark's always pissed off all the time and they're just reacting to it. So it just, I was like, can you just sit down and talk about this? But they never did. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't.
1: Because they got a party to do and they've got wine to drink, even though it just pours out their feet. <laughs> yeah. But it's his wine, it's Mark's wine. Yeah. Like this is real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so eventually, he gets to where he loses his job, and his girlfriend leaves him because he keeps talking about all these gay ghosts.
1: And well, and then he, he she, then he hits his he, she, b- b- Her father gets hurt. He, the father drops oh, by yeah. for an unexpected visit. This I thought That's was right. great. It was a little thing, and it took me a while to realize what was going on here. There's this is like there's this whole thing about who's got the like who's got the like uh, Mark borrowed a drill from Emma. Oh father. yeah. Mm -hmm. And he already thinks he's a loser. He's like, you're a construction worker and you don't have a drill. You couldn't have borrowed one from work. You got to borrow mine. Uh, Fine. He's like, well, I'm coming over tonight and I'm going to pick up my drill. And I really, I didn't realize initially how active the ghosts were trying to get rid of them Mm -hmm. to make these people move out. Yeah. And this is the scene where it all clicked today when I watched it through (laughs) The, the, the dad comes in to pick up the drill and he's writing a note on the wipe off board. Oh yeah. <laughs> it says, you know, I, I picked up the drill and then on the side of it is like thing, like the shopping list was like LSD, poppers, handcuffs, ropes, lube, <laughs> lube. <laughs> Initially for some reason I thought Emma had written that. She's like, I think maybe this is what Mark's on because she thinks he's on all kinds of drugs and he's <sighs> I thought maybe that she wrote that. And I'm like, oh no, they wrote that. And then the the father sees the naked butt Polaroid on the fridge. Mm-hmm. And there's magnet letters mm-hmm. stuck out uh, across them that says M I A M hyphen M I A M. And I'm going, I wonder if that means something. Meow, 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 Yum, yum, yum. It means yum, yum. And it's a picture of his yeah. <laughs> son-in-law's ass. <laughs> yeah, so there was a yum, yum. And I Googled it. Yum, yum does mean yum, yum. <laughs> 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 Onomatopoeia. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So he ends up thinking that his step or his future father-in-law is, is a ghost and waxing one with a shovel. Mm. Right. And that's when I was like, oh, you know what, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I'm going, I'm going off with him. Fuck this. And the ghosts are watching this from upstairs and they start to feel sad for him. And that's where I I never got the feeling they're trying to get him out of the house because the minute it looks like he's going to leave, they feel bad about it. Yeah, I know. I know. I think think they had
1: just grown to like him by that point.
0: Yeah. They realize they're going to miss him. Whatever. It's just getting the plot. And the rest of the movie is trying to get to help him back and. Have him win back his girlfriend. To get them back together. But they do say it sometimes. They're
1: like, okay, listen, we do this. We do this for you. You Mm -hmm. do this for us. Figure how to get us out of here. One of the things I thought, one the parts that I thought, we're skipping around, but one of the things that I thought was uh, an actual moving moment, and they they stepped on it, unfortunately, was that um, he finds uh, Mark is is exploring the grounds, looking for something, and he comes across the old sign. Mm-hmm. Ambiguity, yeah, yeah. Ambiguity, Ambiguous. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he googles it, and he finds out about the fire. And he's like, "Listen, I found out. I know who you guys are now. This is you guys. They didn't know they were dead." Yeah, that was interesting.
0: They just thought they were trapped. It was almost like like there were like the echo of them. They just never considered what was going on. No, it's just and they each have a different react different reactions to finding out that they're dead.
1: Right. But the one that got me, there's, there's two ghosts that are a couple, um, Ivan and Bert. Yes. Um, Ivan, Ivan's this, uh, Bert's got the ruffle tuxedo on and Ivan's the more effeminate flaming eye makeup kind of things. And Ivan is, well, whichever Bert is weep. (laughs) No, it is Ivan. He's like, he's like, my baby's dead. Bird's dead. Mark's going, so stupid. So were you. And he's like, no, but Matt, I know I am. My, my baby's dead. i like, that was a really sad moment. But Mark that steps was, on it and then makes it a joke. It was a really nice real moment, that realization that no, it's not just about me. Oh, my God, that means you're dead, too. That's terrible.
0: I remember that barely. Because it, go, it goes by so fast. Just go yeah. over it so quick. Yeah, they're, they're done with that. You forget all about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, gay stuff, blah, blah, blah. Back to this boring heterosexual yeah. crap. Although I do. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of the movie is from, um, but, 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 but I, I don't have his name in front of me. I can't think. the one who's the gay. Um, what did you call him? Provocateur is what I'm trying to do. The oh, yeah. The, the anarchist. Yeah, the gay anarchist. Gay anarchist. It's just like heterosexuality is
0: a bourgeois disease. <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was, he loved putting David down. Because I down. He heard loved. Edith
1: Massey from John Waters' movie saying that heterosexuality is a bourgeois disease. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing they did that I liked was once she, Emma's out of the house, he starts to see them. He starts to wonder if he actually is crazy. And he goes to a psychiatrist and talks about, I see gay ghosts. And they're showing me their ass. And, and the psychiatrist is like, oh, yeah, you're a press homosexual. I love when they cut to the, the psychiatrist's, like, notebook and it's just this
1: giant doodle. It says, gay! Gay! <laughs> gay! Like a doodle that would take hours to do. That's all he's yeah. done the whole session is, right, you are gay! Gay. You are gay.
0: <laughs> and he decides to wonders, am I gay? Because at that point, it was nice because I sort of realized – going on the assumption these ghosts were like figments of his imagination. Yes. Because in horror movies, no one ever stops to think, am I crazy? And then actually go down that path for a while. So I like the fact this one actually had him say, okay, this may be
1: me. He takes several trips down that route. Like you said, he the first thing he does is go to David. He's like, I think I'm gay. And David's like, great, no problem. I'm still your best friend. He's like, no, 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 you need to, no, no, you need to understand. I think I might be gay because like, so I keep seeing guys. He's like, yes, that's what gay people do. He's like, no, you don't understand. I'm seeing guys that aren't there. <laughs> Gay guys that aren't there. He's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I support you. That's not what yeah. he needs right now. So he goes, and then Emma, Emma leaves him and says, I'm not coming back until you see a psychiatrist. He sees a psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist says, listen, when you repress your urges like this, they might manifest in a way that's happening to you. I think it would be best if you just stop fighting yourself and act on those urges, and you'll feel better. And I got to say, Mark goes whole hog.
0: Oh, yeah, he does. He, he's like, well, well he's, he's talking to his roommate. He says – well, have you have you ever been with a guy? He's like, oh, no, I've never dated a guy. He's like, oh, so you just screw around. He's like, no, I've never had sex with a guy. There are lots a of gays
1: that don't have sex with guys. Well, I don't know, whatever. You know what? And that's in 2006. Now that is probably even more. I don't know. I don't know whatever, whatever, mm. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the fi- uh, finally, it's what the, the psychiatrist says act on. He's like, okay, I'm going to act on it. And oh boy, he really he really wholeheartedly embraces it. But I do <laughs> want to say Oh. After that scene with David, he's like, listen, David, I can't talk to her anymore because I have to go to my grandma's 80th birthday party. What happens <laughs> at grandma's 80th birthday party?
0: <laughs> he comes out. Yes, he does. And his grandmother is not surprised and gives a very good explanation of why she's not surprised. She's
1: like, When you told me you had something terrible to tell me, I thought, hey, maybe it is like my tiramisu. shoe. <laughs> <laughs> What, you're gay? Back in the war, there used to be this beautiful woman in the village. Oh, my God, she was gorgeous, round and firm like an apricot. We used to get it on every wash day because your grandfather was a really nice guy and he was a breadwinner, but he was in the sack. He was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the kids look at grandpa. He's like, I don't know.
1: I love that. All
0: was funny. That. <laughs> that was so good. That was a very cute bit.
1: That was so good. Ah, okay, go for it. So he goes for it. Well, what does he do?
0: Goes to a gay bar while he's dressed in a shirt and tie suit. and tie.
1: <sighs> I mean, as a bartender, I can spot them the second they come in. I'm like, hi, straight guy on the prowl. Yep.
0: Yep. You don't belong here. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> and he meets a guy and the guy is very aggressive and wants to get with him. He's like, well, let's just let's just hold up. You know, we don't have to, you know, do that. And, and the guy's like, "Oh, so you want to suck me?" He's like, "No, no. I mean, let's talk. Let's talk." <sighs> and he's talking. What do you do? Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. So, do you want oh, to go you're home? You're a construction the... worker. worker. <laughs> yeah. You have keys to a so construction they're... site. Site. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're driving around looking for some, somewhere to go, and he drops. He's a site inspect or site lead at a construction site, and the trick's eyes just go.
1: <laughs> the first <laughs> time I felt the guy was
0: a Turkish builder. <laughs> Could you speak any <laughs> Turkish? <laughs> And he goes, kebab, kebab, <laughs> kebab. <laughs> so stupid. They pull over. And the guy is just speak Turkish, And then reaches over and puts the construction, put this on, put this on, <laughs> pulls out his penis. And apparently it's massive. And it's all That's for you. you. <laughs> yeah. And Mark's like, he's realizing this isn't it for me. But unfortunately, he doesn't have to do anything because
1: the cops arrive. We have a running joke about the cops. The same cops keep showing up. The cops, um, like early on in the movie, he keeps finding dicks painted everywhere. And like, oh, you know what? If I'm going to be haunted by ghosts, I want to be haunted by gay ghosts who iron my pants and also like assemble any occasional furniture that I
0: have. Assemble. He tells the the cops (sighs) what happened. He was like, oh, what was stolen? Oh, nothing was stolen. What did they do? They put together this armoire and put it full of clothes. <laughs> and they are my pants, and, and they are my pants. And they also drew, drew pictures of dicks and balls on the wall. <laughs> there
1: was so much stuff about the because the anarchist guy. He that's that's a symbol. It's like that dicks was, with wings. That's a symbol. He doodles it everywhere, and it reminded me. Did you watch that HBO fake? Documentary series, I think it was called American Vandal. It was yes. about who drew the dicks. Yeah. Who <laughs> drew
0: the dicks on the cars? Yeah, at the high school. This guy drew the dicks.
1: It was a French ghost who drew the this dicks. Drew the- That's why nobody ever got a him. A French ghost.
0: A French anarchist ghost. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he goes whole hog. He like the, the, the oh, whole yeah. scene with him and this guy, like you just keep waiting for him to recoil, but he's just like, okay, no, I'm gonna try to do this. I'm really he was really yeah. trying hard, and it's very sweet. There was no
0: Gay panic in this movie.
1: There was no gay panic. There was no yuck. Yeah, he's anyway, like, okay, it was like this is weird, but I'm gonna keep going. And, it's like, and like, the guy keeps be. Guy's very. This guy who's trying to pick him up. Is very sexual aggressive because hello, it's a gay bar. Oh yeah. And by the way, it's. <laughs> I like the party's He's like. So, is it a slow night? He's like, what are you talking about? It's midnight. This isn't Euro Disney. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody's here yet, you idiot. Straight boy. you serious. <laughs> but, you know, because immediately this guy's like, yeah, I can take you downstairs. Really? What's downstairs? It's not the gift shop, Mark. It's not the gift shop that's yeah. downstairs, Mark. But, no, he keeps going along with everything. He's really sweet about it. And, like, he's just saying, okay, Cookie, listen, no, no, you're being a little aggressive for me. I think we need to t- – I would like it if we could have a conversation a bit more. Let's talk about things, and it was nice. Like it was, he was setting boundaries. Like you're going too fast for me. I would like to get yeah. to know you better before we do stuff. And guys just like, I just want to fuck.
0: All right? <laughs> it's take yeah. straight, Boy. right, let's go. And the other guy never came across too creepy. I mean, they, they didn't make him aggressive or a scary predatory gay, which I appreciate. No,
1: no. I mean, they borderline on they did borderline stuff with that, but but this is he's just he's just very comfortable in his own skin. I thought it was really yeah. fun. This is how dated this movie is. When he's like, well, he asked him what he, uh, Mark asked the guy what he did. He's like, well, I'm an active. Active, passive? I haven't heard that shit since the early 90s. Like nobody said top and bottom back in the day. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm French active, passive, and I'm Greek active, but not passive, you know, that kind of thing. So, they, they, I never got okay. that. Once cool. Okay. Once upon a time, there was also something called the bear code, where if you were bear, there was a code you got assigned. It was all your information. It was all these random numerals and like shit. It was that kind of stuff. It was like, it was complicated algebra just to hook up back in the day. Look it up wow. bear code. Active a homework. Active pest. Now you have homework assignments. Um, yeah, but I love <laughs> those. They get busted by the cops. And yeah. That guy was hot, too. The guy, was, hot, the guy was picking up. It was hot. He was, he was, was very he was cool. He was cool. I liked him. I thought for a second yeah. it was the guy, the guy who plays the older guy in Tit- uh, Titan, but it's not. I never saw. Oh my god, it's so good. You'd hate it, but you- <laughs> it's weird. I'll have to give it a try. It's we- it looks weird. It's weird, but when you sit set back, and just watch it with Maya, she yeah. Maya will get it. <laughs>
0: okay. Or maybe I'll get a little inebriated first. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Where are we? Oh yeah. So the hookup gets broken up. Yeah, and they go to jail, he loses his job. Everything's the worst. I think that's when the gays were like, well, you know what? Well, we feel really bad. He's lost everything. Yeah. Let's help Let's him. help him. So they know him. Yeah, they do. They do. He um This is more fun than it should be. Cause it's tired. It was cute. It was tired. Um, but they 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 win her back. Like he writes a letter saying, like, listen, I'm sorry, I did everything you can pick up your stuff. And they 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 intercept it and they rewrite it all with poetry because chicks dig poetry, man.
0: Yes. And he's on the phone, and she's and, and she's like, oh, I love that poem. He's like, what poem? And they're like, no, 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 And she's like, oh, you like Jean Cocteau, too? And he's like, and the ghost's like, he's a poet. So he's getting a little coaching from the ghost so what to say.
1: She, but she agrees to come back, and they cook him this elaborate dinner. Oh, wait, 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 wait we're skipping the whole part with the priest and the oh, and the, oh, oh, the lore oh, of the movie. Oh, he's not even a priest, this crazy psychic person. This was a, Oh, you're right. This was another dark side of the movie, and I'm wondering if things didn't translate well. Because this is when mm-hmm. like my hackles went up a couple of times with this guy. I'm like, what did you just call us?
0: Did you just call us pedophiles? Yeah, I, yeah, I noticed that, that word too. But so, so he sees this guy on, on TV like this little, yeah, like you know, I'm a psychic. Do I you can, have so gay ghosts in your house then,
1: hey, Call me. I'm Big Louie.
0: <laughs> no, he's not Big Louie. I'm I don't Big know. Louis, Help you out. <laughs> and the guy shows up and can see the ghosts. So they're all figuring out what's going on and then they eventually this this guy is basically Mr. Exposition. Yeah. There are these four stones, Templar stones on the ground that act as like a you know the ghost cannot leave that that warding circle. Right. So they 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 go and they find two of the stones and as they bring them with them the boundaries the ghost can be in like shrinks now cuz they're they're moving the boundary shorter. And then, okay, that was kind of funny. It was fun because then, then they realized, that. hey,
1: you know what? We can do this. Like, what if we just kept moving the stones? Like, if we could, if we could just, like, if we could yeah. spread them really far and then we could just leave. And then it's like, oh, that's not going to work. They only work for a certain distance. So they realized we can take – we can go out and about as long as the stones, like, follow us where we go. So there's fun stuff with that, but we're not there yet. We're still talking with the guy lay, yeah. laying down his exposition. Yeah, he lets us know that this was used to be a Templar. Templar uh, that's right, yeah. Temple. A temple temple doesn't
0: sound right, but a templar shrine. Uh, they called it a shrine. Tem- shrine, that's what it's, simpler shrine. And that the, the ghosts will be around for seven hundred years.
1: We haven't figured that out yet. That comes that, that, that that's okay, a, that's okay, a, we'll a, That's
0: a last real shock. He's like okay because okay.
1: what, what what I think is funny is that the stupid friend is there too, and he's like, oh my god, this is just like that movie Hell, where they like this, this this mystical hall that opens up every seven hundred years. I was like, oh yeah, oh, wow, you saw a movie that told you that, and then turns out exactly what's happening. David was right the whole Not time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a cute little thing. It's cute, which gets lost in the translation. Well,
0: What they did bring up, which I liked, was that the one the ghost has an ex-boy or a boyfriend. And so he says, you help Shaggy and huggy.
1: Oh. I know. Yeah.
0: That was cute. Uh, Before we go there, so why can't everybody see the ghosts? Oh, this is stupid. Um, So he talks about Casanova's ghost. Now, when Casanova, the, the lady lover, died, only virgins could see his ghost. Because that's what he desired the most was virgins. So he'd only appear to virgins. So these gay ghosts, what they desire are straight men. Attractive straight men to convert. <laughs> to convert.
1: Not really way too much work. Not enough output. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't get out what you put in.
0: So they're saying all these ghosts want straight men. So the only people who can see the ghost are straight men. Therefore, any women. No. No. Nope. Oh, well. Nope. well no, no, no. Virgins. It's again, virgins. Virgins. You're right. You're right. Gay virgins. Men who have never been with another man. No,
1: men who have never touched a dick.
0: So, It's all about dick touching. Well, and we get to that a little bit
1: later. Because, like, or, 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 or we figured that out a little bit. Yeah. Because it turns out that Emma's dad can see the ghosts. That was yes. he, Emma's dad is the first person he realizes they can see it. like dad, Emma's dad comes to like yelling him about something. And he's like, oh, my gosh, Emma, I went there and like he was having this kinky costume party. And <laughs> all, but, but we don't know this. He's staying at the door. OK, I, hold on. Roll. I got to roll this back. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Mark comes home and the gays are like, the gays are like hello everybody. Hi, we're having a party. We're having a village people party. Village people party. So we <laughs> borrowed a few things. So that means all of the village people costume pieces are Mark's. And now that I've seen the movie a few times, you see every piece of those, of the, of the costumes earlier in the movie. So it is set up that he does oh. have an Indian headdress. He does have a leather outfit. He does have, the biker outfit. So
0: interesting. And the
1: cowboy hat. So you see all that. So it's not completely random, but I thought it was great. I'm like, we're having a village people party, but it's rah rah. Damn, that's the, the only record that we have and it scratched.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, I, I, and they do set this up. And I, I got this is that when he's, once Emma leaves him and he's all upset, he's, he's obsessing over her, looking over her pictures, and they do a cover of. The disco song "Born to Be oh, Alive," God, which that was a that was a horrible, it was a cover. horrible cover. It was a fucking dirge. Yeah, yeah, they took a, a big disco song and made it like a very sad slow ballad. Like in some way, um, a
1: woman, it doesn't work. It Doesn't work. Yeah.
0: but then, but then later on, born, they'll bring back the original song.
1: "Born, born,
0: born to be alive." My favorite part of that is that he says in the original
1: song is that he says "born" like it's Bjorn Borg, <laughs> like Bjorn. Bjorn, Bjorn,
0: Bjorn, <laughs> Bjorn, Bjorn live.
1: <laughs> <Bjorn>.
0: <laughs> so if but, you type uh, your dick, you can't see the ghost. Oh wait, oh wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait, 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 we were still talking about this, the father-in-law. Okay. So the father-in-law shows up, right? And they're all behind him, right? And he's yelling at him. He's like, "You're stupid,
1: and you're a worthless piece of crap, and I never want you to see my daughter again." Good night, gentlemen.
0: He closes the door and walks off. Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, yeah, I caught it the minute he said, "I was like, whoa, what?" Yeah, because <laughs> at this point, we don't know the rules about who can or can't see. The no, ghosts. we don't.
1: We don't know. This is the first clue that there's 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 levels to this thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a great so, moment. So he's like banging on the banging on the windshield, and it's raining. and shit, he's like a complete crazy person. <laughs> it's like what? It's like every day he was having a kinky costume do, and that's what he called it. He's like, <laughs> it's like I went, to, I went to the house, and he was having a kinky costume do with these five homosexuals.
0: <laughs> but I love the dynamic is that. So here's a funnel who hates them, who he's hit with a shovel and sent to the hospital. All of a sudden he's like banging on his window, like, "What do you mean?" He goes, I can see the five guys behind you, and he's like. I thought he was going to give the father-in-law a kiss just because he was so happy that he's, he's, you know, other people can see it, too. And the father-in-law just drives off.
1: I want to backpedal a little because this is another one of my favorite moments, which I did not like the first time through. One of the early scenes where he's confronting the ghosts, he's trying to drive them out of the house. He's like, if I can't get you to leave, then I'll exercise you. And he grabs a crucifix off the wall because it's France. Oh. And he's chasing them around They're like, ooh, he's going to marry us. Ooh. And I didn't like it because it was really flouncy and gay and all this weird – Yeah. Video stuff like video effects were happening that I didn't understand at the time because what was happening like they'd be it looked like they were running into like pink walls. I'm like I didn't I, I don't know what's happened. but now that I've seen it, I'm like oh they keep hitting the barrier but we haven't established yeah. the barrier yet so we don't understand what's going on. Oh. But my favorite part of it is he he's like chasing what he's chasing them and the the Jesus part of the crucifix goes flying <laughs> off off the cross <laughs> and embeds in the wall and like ten scenes later the father in law stumbles across it it's stuck in the wall. And Jesus without the cross is just like, hi. Hey. (laughs) It's just a man in the loin club, like, hi. I was in the air, like, woo. (laughs) Nobody comments on it. It's just there. It's just there. I'm like, that is actually really gay.
0: Without without the murder weapon involved, it's a really gay image. Yeah, I did not. Okay, you're right. Because when he runs one through, he sees and he pulls it off. Yeah, I never. I forgot about (laughs) that. My, are, my arms are open wow. I love you this much.
1: Oh, I can see your house from here. We're going to hell. Going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> the psychic's theory. We, we learn about. We learn about this. They, I also. The weird thing that the psychic really loves McDonald's. Like really loves McDonald's. <laughs> that 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 never really paid off that much. A little bit, but probably hilarious in France. Possibly. Anything that I wasn't funny that. To be like French people. That's right. That's a French people thing. It's not for yeah. us.
0: But I did like – so they, they go to a gay bar. Well, no, no, no. They go out on the town in Paris, and that's when they play the original version of Born to be Alive. Yeah. And they see all the gay stores.
1: That was great. Because like, I, I looked – because I, I was looking up like what was Paris like in the 70s for gay liberation, and it was behind – like this kind of gay did not mm. exist in Paris at that time. Where he's like, "Look, they are gay barbers, and then gay this bookshops, and gay this, and gay I everything. Mean, it's gay heaven. It's the world. It's just paradise." <laughs> it was, it yeah. was really and, and sweet. And little
0: fireworks behind him, and the song "Born to Be Alive." It was a sweet moment. It was. It nice.
1: was sweet, and they've been out of they're out of the house for the first time in twenty nine years. Get her, get it, girls, get yeah. it.
0: <laughs> they go to a gay bar, and they see, of course a huge go-go boy and they're about to run towards him. But the way his stones are placed, yeah, there's a barrier they can't get to. And they're like, like rats, like, like going through the wall, just trying to get yeah. to the, the man meat.
1: We touched on this briefly earlier. Trey had mentioned that one of the ghosts had a, had a partner who did not die in the fire. Yes. And he says at one point, it's like, I would, if, uh, if you could help me find Huggy, I want to say goodbye. To Huggy, that was sweet. And we realize at this point when they're out and about, they're in Huggy's bar. There's, there's, there's yeah. a picture of Huggy and Shaggy on the wall, and it's all really sweet. And he, but the thing is, it fucker is. doesn't tell him. No, like the ghosts no. are trapped in another room. He doesn't do anything because he's straight. But but it has a nice payoff later. Yeah. But yeah, so there's, 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 there's some nice emotional things that do happen, but we just get little touches of them that they're L- real people. Like yeah, Shaggy is a big cartoon character. He's like w- dressed way too young. For what he is, even though mm-hmm. he's like, he is a ghost and he's not the most attractive guy, but he had somebody. There's also a joke yeah. at one point that I like when they're out and out and about in the town. Oh, or, or just before that, when they get like magazines, like modern magazines, they're excited about going through magazines. Mm-hmm. And that's when they find out what the date is like, wow, yeah. my ex is now the mayor of Paris. Yeah, that was a cute bit. Well, in 2002, the first gay mayor was elected.
0: Oh, <gasps> shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I Googled. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So the, so at Paris, that would have been a... It's a big ex, deal, yeah. There, there's, went over. there's
1: now been another gay uh, mayor and a bisexual mayor, but he was the first. It
0: was a big deal. So it was, that was cute. You yeah, know what? My ex is the male. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the ghost is, is looking at like a playboy yep. with the female centerfold on it, it's, it's like, okay, okay, you're bisexual. Curiosity is healthy. Yes. and Okay, but at this point, though, they're they're... Mark's realizing his best friend can't see the ghosts and he thinks he's gay.
1: Well, yeah. Why he can't David the- see the ghost? Then he realizes that David is a dick
0: toucher <laughs> because David's a doctor. <laughs> he has to next day go to firemen's fireman's house or the fireman's where they live station and give them all prostate exams. Checkups. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to touch all the dicks And so therefore, he's not gay But he's a dick toucher Dirty dick toucher (laughs) So he is not A virgin So he cannot see the ghost And then uh, he was happily going, he touches fireman dicks He touches fire And the waiter's like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm Mm-hmm. No, they, they, okay. see, he's this also yelling funny. to he, a table
1: of invisible people because everyone in this goes, restaurant yeah. is a
0: dick toucher. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts, oh, he touches dicks. That's so good. And he's happy. And then everyone around him just starts looking at him. And well, he's, he's already just... he's
1: already holding a
0: table <laughs> at this crowded
1: restaurant yeah. with six empty, empty chairs and ordering was... six beers for everybody and talking to people that aren't there. So it's, it's there. all a wacky comedy. It's cute. It's yeah. cute and it's well it done. Not well. overdone. It's done just right.
0: but once again it's like so the best friend isn't gay is just he's a dick
1: toucher
0: -toucher. that was that was stupid but it was kind of charming and it was stupid i'm like what
1: are the rules then so it's like because i mean i mean i also realized at that point i'm like you know what had mark actually hooked up with that guy from the bar if he just reached over for one second and touched
0: that dick this movie would be over Oh, that's right. You will not want me sell the ghost anymore. No, me, so no, no. All you need to do he's... is
1: touch a dick. That's how you get your harness to go away. You don't need Tangina. <laughs> you <laughs> don't need to, to call in Father Marin. Just touch a dick. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> just, for, just the tip. Just one finger on the tip. You're good. <laughs> I'm ashamed of <laughs> myself. I can, can feel you. Maya Murphy's face
0: getting really small. <laughs> <hang on> But to this point, you're right, though. The ghosts have gotten Emma to kind of reconsider with him. So he's going to have Emma over for dinner. Yeah. And they have a montage, which I love me a montage. I love a getting ready montage. <laughs> a get ready montage. You know what? My two you. favorite
1: things are getting ready montages and unnecessary, overly choreographed musical numbers. We got both in this movie. You got both. In the movie. We got several musical numbers yeah. in this movie. So I'm, I'm very happy. I, yeah. This is the best movie ever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I rep it. But, but, okay, the one thing though that just made me laugh. So you see them getting ready, and you see one of them, and the whole thing is, is that Mark is very schlubby. So you see one He's guy, a straight dude. He's rough at, around the edges. He yeah. doesn't.
1: He doesn't. Yeah. They, they give.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you go. They,
1: they give him moisturizer. They give him toner. They they, they make him a shirt out of the wallpaper. <laughs> I was
0: going to say the wallpaper shirt. The aquarium. They, they they take a look at the wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> they pull it off so fucking wallpaper, and when you see it, he has a clearly clothed shirt on. I gay was, magic okay, Trey. That, it's gay magic. Gay That's magic. how magical we are. Gay man. But are the whole thing is like he wizards. makes this
1: lavish dinner for Emma. Well, they make the lavish dinner for Emma, and they're telling him mm-hmm. what to say and what to do, and that poor cake. <laughs> <laughs> They make this chocolate cake, and like there's so much to do about the frosting because the one anarchist guy keeps drawing dicks on. He's like, no, I can't bring that to my girlfriend with dicks on. <laughs> so um, the the little the little closet one, um, the one who looks like that. They once they said that he looked like Benny or Hill a shirt. Once they said he looked like Benny Hill, I could not see Benny Hill. <laughs> okay, Benny, kind of had the Benny Hill porno stash. And the, and the bowl it. Okay, yeah, he did. Um, um, I wish yeah. I had it in front. Oh, you know, I do have it in front of me. Hold on. Giles. Giles is the closeted one. Okay, Giles. Giles spends forever fr- frosting this beautiful chocolate cake for dessert. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, the dinner was too good. It's going too well. I would never serve a cake that looked like this. And he just scratches out the cake. <laughs> Poor Giles' is I'm like, you fucking monster. Straight people are awful. But it, That cake did nothing to anybody. And then she but doesn't even eat that- it. You know, if your boyfriend, even if it gave it, if, if your boyfriend gave you this perfect evening and then came out with a cake and it didn't look great, you would still eat that fucking cake. You wouldn't be like, "I'll have an apple." Why don't you stick your apple up your ass, Emma? Fuck you and your <laughs> apple, fucking French people. I had booze. If you can't tell,
0: no, no, really. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I'm not sober either.
1: But they're, it's cute. There's are annoying him the whole time, telling him what yeah. to say and what to do. And what I really wanted to happen, although what happened was fine, they start they, – they, they, the gays, of course, know when to put the music on. Like, this is this, the this put on the romantic music. So they put on the romantic yeah. music. It's time for a disco. It's salsa time. But she can't hear that. It's like, it's time for you to do the salsa. I was really hoping that they would weekend and Bernie him through the choreography. Like, they were hoping oh, one of them was holding woman. on to him the whole time and doing it. But that is what happened. He actually does the dance – properly and it's good but they're dancing with them it's really quick it's really sweet he's like look at these guys, guys, he's got his backup dancers he's got his community that's that really wants this to happen and it's weird because yeah. gays are magical and we'll do anything for our heterosexual friends <laughs> i spat all over the microphone
0: yeah <laughs> we are the the, the magical homosexuals like the magical okay
1: so we got emma back but what about us what about us? Where we're getting? Where we're? How are we getting at it? The thing is, one of the last things that the psychic guy says so he's like, "Listen, there, there's something called the the great passage. We have to wait for the great passage." And the way he said it, I'm like, "There's an innuendo in there that's not translating." Mm. Um, we have to wait for the big hole to come up for the for the gaze to go through. Oh, okay. Whether able to go back to their proper time and leave this dimension, but. When know when it's going to happen. I'll be able to calculate exactly when it's going to be. And I'm going to be back in a couple of days and I'll let you know. He finally comes back. He's like, well, I finally figured it out. Everyone's got a happy ending. They're back together. This is great. You guys are doing great. And the uh, great passage will be on Tuesday, June 10th, 2706.
0: <laughs> yeah. The ghost's not really happy to hear
1: no, that. No. So they're. it's just like David said, we're stuck here for 700 years. But then Emma gets a great idea.
0: No, no. Well, Emma first before this, she has the the, the video recording.
1: Oh, oh, oh right. That, right. Right. Tell me. I, right before they like on this,
0: the end of the super date night ends how, Trey? So one of the ghosts has the camera and is talking to it. Just playing with it. Yeah. Playing with it. Then he sets it down. Emma comes by, sees that it's on, picks it up, looks through it and sees the ghost through the viewfinder. And realizes the ghosts are real. You know what that means? That
1: what? camera is a dick toucher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All cameras are dick touchers.
1: They're, that camera has been touching dicks this whole time. <laughs> or that camera's been taking pictures of dicks, yep. which means every
0: camera's taking a picture of at least one dick. <laughs> so yeah, so she, so now she knows the ghosts are real, and and they have, they have to figure out what to do with the ghosts, and then they, re- she stops and thinks, well, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, well we find out the bad news that they're stuck here for, for 700 years. And then she has says, wait a minute,
0: try. Like, well, this used to be a club. And then we kind of do over to so now it's Club Pompeii. Club Pompeii. And okay, and this this got me first. So they're going in and people are dancing, and you see. From the crowd's point of view, there's not a lot of people there, or there's some people there, but there's a gap, and then when it's he's decent, looking... It's a decent crowd. No. But then there's like five extra people there, the ghosts, but I thought, that, okay, the ghosts are now wearing togas, because it's Pompeii. But then we find out that, no, these are new ghosts that were brought in, because she brought these discs back from Pompeii, from the sauna, the, the butt-fucking discs, and, the, and there were some five gay ghosts stuck there, and so she brought them over with her. So now there are ten ghosts.
1: It's a gay ghost disco. Now it's the, it's a place where the living and the dead to party together, and everybody yep. knows. And There's they no have cameras set up, so you can see you can see that. Yeah, everybody can see each other. So the dick touchers yeah. are able to talk to the ghosts, and the ones who haven't can either touch dick or <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, a to see the ghosts go go into this room. But wait a minute!
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wait, it's for virgins. It's for virgins. Oh, you're right. It's for virgins because I was wondering because Huggy shows up. Huh. Yeah. This is this part made me a little sad. Oh, this was beautifully done. Like, I wish we spent more nice. time with Huggy, but we also spent the exact amount of time. We had the one scene where he's like, we're earlier on when they're out in the town and he sees the bar. Yeah. Like Mark sees the picture. He's like, hey, yeah. I know that guy. He he recognizes Shaggy, the ghost. Yeah. And the picture's like, oh, yeah. He's like, that's my. Yeah. He's been gone a long time. There's no way you can know that. He's like, are you Huggy? And the bartender just like his face just contorts. He's like, only one person ever called me that. Told me that. How do you know that? You're too young. How do you know that? And something that's funny, where, where Huggy comes to the bar, and it's it's, it's gorgeous. It's really, it's, it's 10 seconds, but it's a beautiful 10 seconds where they're seeing each other across the camera, and I loved it.
0: Well, I was sad because I wanted them to be able to see each other because, so he goes to give him a kiss, and you see like on the monitor, they kind of lean forward, and he sort of kisses kisses them. I was like, oh, that was so sweet.
1: It was really sweet, and even before that, when he's like, where, where, where Shaggy, the ghost, was talking to huggy through the camera and mark goes to translate what he said and huggy goes oh it's okay i can read his lips i know what he said <laughs> oh that was sweet and he's kissing the air i'm, I'm just yeah. misting up picking up it It was really sweet so it's his gate disco for the dead and that's where the movie ends yeah you know we can't send you home we're really sorry but you know what you're gonna have a good time
0: yep and they bought five new ghosts in yeah, but cute, cute Greek ghosts. In. Yeah, and everybody hooked
1: up. Even though like, the straight, the guy who who was trying to pass himself <gasps> off straight Giles finds like a Roman equivalent of Oh no, I only went to the bath the bathhouses just to use to wash. You're like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they almost kiss, but they don't. But they're in love, and it's adorable. It's very yeah. sweet.
0: Okay, yeah. I have a question. The very last line in the movie. Ah, uh, he's talking to someone. Uh uh-huh. Okay, that is a very very French
1: reference. That is a one hit wonder from the 70s somebody named dave mm-hmm. he was a one-hit wonder french disco pop star and he was out and gay and like if you were in france and gay you know who he was and this was kind of just playing with like oh yeah i was straight the whole time i just pretended to be gay to be famous that's why i, <laughs> okay. can, that's
0: why I can see the ghosts <laughs> who the hell is that guy okay it's, that makes dave. Sense. it's dave okay dave. oh of course dave <laughs> dave sure Dave. everyone knows dave but me yeah no.
1: I thought I, I I went down the rabbit hole I was like, was that the mayor? Was that the mayor? Was that the mayor who showed up? That would be cute if it was the actual mayor of France, of Paris, who came in. But it wasn't. It was, a, it was well, Dave. It was Dave. Okay. It was Dave, man. It was fucking yeah. Dave.
0: Because he had blonde hair. I was like, I don't think I've seen this guy before, but it's acting like it's a sh- surprise that he's straight. I was like, what? no, it's just, it's just a cultural thing that's lost on us stupid Americans. Okay. Well, that's good, though. You explained it. So now I won't be confused
1: by it. Yeah. But Again, like I said, that was three or four times through the movie. It's a, it's. A cute movie; it's harmless. Yeah. I wish it actually had some gay people involved in it. But at the same point, the things that really ring and they only ring for a second, but they're clear and they're pure. That that one second is always is magic. Yeah, like with with Huggy and the thing, the thing where my my boy, oh my god, my baby's dead. That that was, was wonderful. Yeah, and hooray for heterosexuals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, <laughs> you know that they. they uh, yeah, we like around. it. Guys. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Trade. July is gay revenge month, gay rage month. We'll get get them back. We'll get them back for this.
0: So June is gay pride and July is gay rage month.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's gay vengeance. I forget. Maya has the proper term for it because Maya knows everything. Trey, this is like the fifth time I've brought up Maya Murphy. Who's Maya Murphy?
0: Well, all three of us co-host a podcast called Damn You, Uncle Lewis, which is all about- We do? We do. (laughs) All about the TV show Friday the 13th, the series. Yep. And that's why Trey
1: and I have been seeing each other a lot. And you guys know that. Most of you know that. We've heard episodes or heard clips from it over the years. But for those of you who are not Patreon subscribers, at some point over the summer, Demi Wonka Lewis is going public. Good. The Good. first season is gonna go public, but the you know, if you want to keep current, you gotta become a subscriber. But we'll talk about that later. We have a great time. We're about yeah, to we kick should've... off season two.
0: Yes, Trey. we are. Are you excited? Are. I'm excited. I'm excited. Two more years of Roby. <laughs> oh, you can never have two more. You Actually, you, you can never have too more, too many, too much Roby.
1: You really can't. You really can't. Yeah, it's a good time. All right, Trey. I think we have done Poltergeist. I think we have yes. done everything. This is a great
0: way to kick off Pride Month. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was a lot of fun, just the mm-hmm. two of us. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Just like it. old times. Old times. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> We <laughs> was just really quiet there for a second.
0: I didn't want to talk over you.
1: So if you move to Barcelona, can I just tell people that you got killed in a disco fire <laughs> and that Do you're trapped that. there?
0: <laughs> I, I was so pissed at myself. I should I was about to I was gonna buy a bucket hat and then wear oh. it on the first episode of Friday the third. Because everyone wears bucket hats in Barcelona. Bucket hats and Levi's logo TV shirts.
1: Well, Trey. Clearly you haven't watched the first episode of season two yet. The bucket hat's gone. Jack's got a brand new hat. (laughs) Oh,
0: God damn it. Why do things got to change?
1: I know. Right.
0: The the bucket hat will be back. Hopefully. The bucket hat will be there for special occasions. Nobody knows what we're talking (laughs) about. Okay. Trey, thank
1: you so much for joining me for kicking off Gay pride. Thank you for being here for this very difficult time for me and for making me laugh. Keep me happy. And, um, see at the shop, by the way, who's watching the shop.
0: Did you leave Maya in charge of the shop? I did, so we'll probably have to run back there real quick if it hasn't Are you out
1: there. of your mind? And she's going to be hawking all these, like, Tori Amos CDs, like, <laughs> bootlegs and stuff. It's going to be all your sci-fi crushes. In fact, like, this is from, you know, I don't know, whatever you guys watch. These two go off on, on like, sci-fi kicks on my show, and I get left out.
0: Fuck oh, this. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 I'm sorry. How many Broadway tunes do you and Maya sing? It's and, my um,
1: show. I know you can do it. I've it's never my seen show. Ever, <laughs> They they shut me out of my way. own show, but I love it. Okay, Trey, have a fabulous <laughs> ride, and I'll see you super soon over at the super very super. curious curious show. Looking forward to it. That was super fun. Thanks again to Trey Dean for coming and hanging out with me. That was a great way to get back into the swing of things. And if you love Trey Dean, hey, who doesn't? You can hear him every month over at Dammy Wonka Lewis, which you can listen to by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash queens And for $5 a month, you can get access to Damian Uncle Lewis. And it came from the 70s where I talk about made-for-TV horror movies from that era and all sorts of great stuff. So go check that out. The link is down there in the show notes. So you're probably wondering, Patrick, why did you start with this movie? What does this movie have to do with the dark side of the rainbow? The recent events in my life forced me to reverse the order of movies that I was going to talk about because I was going to start with some really, really dark stuff and work my way to the lighter stuff but things being what they are and after so many weeks of hospitals and hospices and now uh, wakes and funerals i needed something a little bit easier to get my head back in the game so i just reversed everything and chose sure a great sport for uh, adjusting a schedule and everything. But I picked this movie because, like I said, I don't think there was a gay person involved in the making of it. I don't know about the cast. I really don't know about, about the crew. But I don't think that anyone on the production side, the higher-ups or the writers, were gay. I just don't – it doesn't feel like it. Or if it, they were, they had the gay stuff reduced. And like Trey said, these five ghosts that we see are walking stereotype cartoons. They are dressed in the most outrageous 70s outfits. And they are campy camp, 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 camp – And I thought about it and I said, you know what? I don't mind that because that seems accurate. Because if you were at a disco in 1979, this is probably what you'd be wearing. Because let's face it, 1979 was an outrageous time. And if you're going to the hottest disco in town or the only disco in town, you are going to be dressed to the finest or the most outrageous. That's just how people are. I give that a pass because I can see the truth and the humanity that's hiding in those cartoons. And as for the camp value – You've got five gay men who've been hanging out every night for 29 years with no other interaction. I would rather them be camp as hell than just be bitching at each other the whole time. It's going to be one or the other. Because let's face it, you get with your girlfriends for a long time, y'all get super camped. The butchers to the gays will camp up at some point. They will let a Mary slip out somewhere. So again, this felt right. What I didn't like about it is that they don't have any depth to them for the most part, almost no depth. They are solely here to help the heterosexual people. And I hate that. I hate this Tu Wong Fu image that we're like these magical fairies. I mean, not like, you know what I mean. Like folklore fairies that just come in and just solve all your problems and we're just happy all the time. We just do fun things and we don't have real feelings. I don't like that at all. And I would have written this movie off if it didn't have those little moments where all of a sudden I said, there you are. I see you right now. Or more importantly, I see myself right now. Sadly, it all came through painful stuff when, when, the one guy realized, Oh my god, we're all dead, and that means my baby is dead. And the man I love is also dead. That's terrible. And also, when Huggy is reunited with Shaggy, it's a beautiful moment. I do like that there's no cheap gay jokes in it, there's no sexes, gay sexes, gross jokes. And for a movie about gay sex, there's no gay sex in it. I mean, we don't even get a kiss between gay characters. I mean, we do, but we don't because it's at the end, like I said, like the one is there and in real life, and the other one's on the camera. So they're kissing, but they're not ones. They're just kissing in the air. You never see two men's lips touch in a movie about gay men, which is weird. But you see plenty of heterosexual sex. That's totally fine. We can have gay people in the movie as long as they don't touch anybody. You know, ugh. none of these goats seem to have sex drives. I mean, they 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 watch a lot. That comes across a little pervy. But but then again, it's literally all they can do because they're ghosts. They don't have corporeal form. This cartoonish, sanitized, sexless version of gay people in another movie, I would hate, but now that I've watched it a few times, it's grown on me. It's grown on me a lot. I think it's sweet because it does have them something to say and it does point us in a nice light. And in another director's hands, this could have been, what was that boat trip? You know, where the straight guys went on the uh, gay cruise? It could have been that. And it's not that. So I still give it a thumbs up. And even though that exorcist character literally calls us all pederasts, that's not okay. But that character is also an asshole. He's right about a lot of stuff, but he's wrong about a lot of stuff too. Like he doesn't know everything that's going on in the movie. So I'm going to let that go. I think that the audiences were really supposed to hate this character because he is such a jerk. I want to let it slide and hope that something just got lost in translation. So this is, this is just a light touch of the dark side of the rainbow. We're just at the edge of the forest here, kids. We got a long journey ahead of us and it's going to be a big, creepy fairy tale. And I'm looking forward to going on this journey with you. So buckle in. going to be a crazy month. So I'd be remiss to wrap up the show if I did not thank my friends over at Squadcast. Squadcast provides remote recordings for professional podcasters. Stop recording with Zoom. Anybody in the podcast industry that is worth their weight in beans will tell you stop recording with Zoom. It's terrible sound. You are giving yourself so much extra work to do to get a decent product and you don't have to do it. You want to step up your game and get crystal clear audio recordings every single time from a service that automatically backs up every single thing that you do as it's being done so you never lose a second of your show. When Things go wrong and they do go wrong, even for the best of us, truly. You really need to try out Squadcast. And the coolest thing a whole bunch of podcasting services just got together Squadcast, along with my podcast host, Captivate FM, and a bunch of others. They're all working together with this editing software called Descript, where you can now edit like with words, like you get a transcript of your audio and you can just take out the words you don't want it automatically adjusts that to the audio it's so much easier and so much better but i'm not here to sell descriptor. here to the fact that say now you're it can integrate with a whole bunch of other apps to make your podcast production experience that much more fabulous so if you want to know what i'm talking about you know what i've got for you i've got a seven day free trial yeah and all you got to do is go to www. slash and you got it the link is down there in the show notes so use it baby Oh, yeah. So you're probably sitting there wondering, going, but Patrick, what are we going to do next time? What's our next stop on this rainbow tour? Well, I'll tell you, we are finally covering Death Drop Gorgeous. Twice before I have attempted to record this show. Twice before I have failed miserably for radically different reasons. But this time, it's already done. It's on tape and it's great. And just to clarify, we are talking about the gay slasher movie Death Drop Gorgeous. Not the fabulous Kristen Dunst pageant movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. Death Drop Gorgeous. And Death Drop Gorgeous is now available on Shudder and 2B TV for free. So you've got no excuses not to watch it before we come back next time. Do your homework. You'll have much more fun if you do. Now, before we wrap up, I just want to say happy Pride. But please be careful. I've just had this nagging fear in the back of my head that something bad is going to happen this Pride Month, probably because of all the incredible gun violence that has been happening at an increasingly alarming rate over the past few weeks. It just seems like a congregation of queer people out in public would be a great target for somebody with nasty things on their minds. We've got these politicians on every media forum they can get on demonizing the trans community and villainizing the queer community. And I just feel like it's going to come to a head really soon. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But it's that fear is still there. Go celebrate. Have a good time. But please keep your eye out. Watch out for yourself. Watch out for the people around you. Watch out for your loved ones. And just please stay safe. Because I love you. And I don't want to lose anybody else. Okay? It's been too bad a year already. And if you want to know my opinion, the world is a much better place with you in it. So until next time. My beautiful, beautiful screamers, please continue to make the world a more fabulously creepy place. But how do I do that, Patrick? Oh, that's really simple. Agent Boots says, well, that's easy, Steve. All you've got to do is recite the Scream Queen's Golden Rule." But what's that? Oh, it's real easy. Boots, why don't you say it along with me? And hey, you folks at home, join in. Okay, one, two, three, fight or flight, survive the night. Make it to the final reel. Wear a fucking mask. Wash your fucking hands. Keep your fucking distance. Get the fucking shot if you can. And don't forget for a second that I love you. That was the worst song ever. Bye, happy pride. (laughs)